Hello, guys, and welcome to your podcast within a podcast. <laughs> My name is uh, Options, and uh, yeah, we are back at it once more. Welcome to Hidden Stage. Um, I know it's been a little time. It's actually been um, kind of a slow news week, I feel like. It's been kind of slow, but I got a couple of things here I want to actually uh, talk about. So the first is, uh, so we're going to start with the uh, Nintendo-related stuff first. So Castle Crashers, it was hinted, it wasn't confirmed, but um, the, the Behemoth, the same people who bought you Alien Hominid, um, Battle, uh, what's it called, Battle Box Theater, they're making, uh, they're going to be making uh, Castle Crashers, are they going to be porting Castle Crashers over to the Switch? They didn't confirm, or there's no official release dates. However, they did post on Twitter they have the different colored Joy-Cons, and they're in the same colors as the Castle Crashers in the actual game. So I think that's a pretty big confirmation <laughs> that the game uh, is going to be coming to the Switch at least uh, at least some point. For those who don't know, Castle since it came out, man, like 10 years ago, 9 years? No, it came out 10 to 11 years ago. Wow, that was a long time ago. <laughs> wow, that was a long time ago. I remember playing that game. It was very fun. It was classic beat em up. It reminded me a lot. I just love classic beat em up games. Uh, Streets of Rage, uh, TMNT. I'm trying to think of uh, The Simpsons, the old X Men arcade games. I just love games like that. And that's what that game basically was, except it had a progression system. You could level up your character. You had they had weapons. You could you know buy weapons. You could you know find super expensive weapons and save them. It was a pretty awesome game. I think each character had their own ability. It was a a, a pretty awesome game. I think you could even unlock besides just the original Chaos Crashers. I think you could unlock other heroes too. So you so some um some ability to you know so for some customization there. I would love to play it on Switch. Hopefully that we don't get Switch taxed. <laughs> Hopefully it's just I'm hoping for like ten dollars. Like I mean, come on, the game is ten years old. Are you really gonna charge people twenty bucks for it? I, I think ten dollars is pretty reasonable price to ask someone to pay for it again. Hopefully we get the uh, the remastered though. I didn't get a chance to play the remastered version. I only played the original. But um, the remastered version I think would be pretty awesome. I think it would look gorgeous on the Switch, and the ability to basically bring castle crashers with you anywhere would be pretty awesome but i believe this game is is pretty much proof of how easy the switch is to port over because we're getting a lot of ports which i'm happy for i know some people don't like the ports but hey more comp more games is more games the switch is i think i've said in a previous podcast but the switch is getting more support than probably any nintendo console ever that at least that I've ever owned outside of maybe like the Super Nintendo. It's getting like an insane amount of support. The Nintendo 64 was kind of more or less uh, uh, the what made that so legendary is a lot of the Nintendo games, not necessarily a lot of the third party games at the time uh, on the Nintendo 64 front. That's still one of my favorite consoles, but again, the Switch is killing it right now. So another thing I want to. Uh, 
go over really, really quickly is Leisure Suit. Is, is that how you say it? Leisure Suit Larry? Leisure, leisure Suit Leisure Suit Larry is also coming to the Switch. I think the, the developer confirmed it. It's going to be um, queued up for a, a QT. A Q2. Oh my God, a QT. Quick time event. <laughs> QT, no, uh, it's gonna be uh, set up for a, a Q2 release, so probably sometime in the next month or so we're gonna be getting it. And this is surprising that Leisure Suit Larry is coming to the Switch. This proves how lax Nintendo is on their console right now. And so basically, for those who don't know what Leisure Suit Larry is, because you might be like, oh, what, what's that? If you, Because it's an old school game. It's basically you play like this kind of balding. I don't know what, how old he is. He looks like he's in his like 40s, right? <laughs> and he's constantly trying to get laid with younger chicks. And that's the whole game. You got to talk to these chicks. It's like an adventure game. You talk to these chicks and the whole goal is to, you know, basically get them in bed. <laughs> He tries to, you know, do it with these super, these, uh, you know, younger chicks and uh, you have to like try to pick them up. It's basically like he's basically a sleazeball. You're, you're, the, the star of the game is a sleazeball. But these games must be really easy to make because the guy's been around since 1987. 1987 he's been around. Jeez, that's, what is that? Like 40 years? Like 97... Let's see, 97, 2007, 30 years. It's been around about 30 years. That's insane. That is insane. So it must just be super easy to make because he keeps getting games. <laughs> but I don't think this has ever been on a Nintendo console. Like, I don't think any of the Leisure Suit Lairs have ever been on, on, a, on a, a Nintendo console. You guys could correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty solid on that fact that he's never been on nintendo console this is probably the first time he's been there or if he has been on there before it's probably been a very long time since he's been since he's been on any of nintendo's consoles and it just amazes me that he is actually coming back and i mean it's going to be on the ps4 as well it might even be xbox one but he's definitely coming to the switch and that's the main thing is that it's just so surprising to see that because most before Nintendo was very strict about what they put on their consoles, but I think as we're moving, so this is so this is oh god, I dropped my uh, I dropped something. This is what I believe that you call it, uh, a conspiracy theory or whatever, but I believe, and this might even be obvious, some some of you guys might be like, oh yeah, duh, but I believe Nintendo has finally or is, or is finally coming out of their kind of like their shell you know i think they realize that they can't just be their own island anymore they're gonna have to do something more and the reason i say that is because they're banking everything on the switch like the switch is selling really good nintendo needs it to sell really good because essentially this is their only hardware they had to basically they couldn't compete with the xbox one and ps4 on the console front they can't compete with the phones on the mobile front so their last hope, this is why Nintendo is getting into so many different things. Their last hope is going to be that their consoles are successful. They can't afford to be, you know, before, like during the GameCube era, you know, Wii era, you know, they had the Game Boy, 
they had the, the the DS. They had multiple lines that they could fall back on. Actually, and I don't know if this is occurring for other people's cities and, and, and states and everything, but if you were to look back in the day, it was so hard to find Nintendo stuff. You couldn't just walk into the store and just find Nintendo products, like find Nintendo merchandise, find Nintendo anything. Like sometimes you could, but it was like a treat, at least for me. But I know in the last like five years, five to maybe seven years, even stores I wouldn't expect to see Nintendo stuff in or would normally never have Nintendo stuff like Family Dollar and places like that. I'm starting to see more and more products pop up and it's because Nintendo needs more than one than just their consoles. They can't be an island anymore, right? So I think that's really letting them open up the floodgates and letting all these games in that otherwise they would not have allowed previously. They can't afford to be like, oh no, you know, we, we don't want Leisure Suit Larry on our systems. They can't afford to be the system that's missing games because people just go to their competitors. They're not going to stay with them. I think Nintendo has finally, after all these years, really realized that. And I think that, and I, I applaud them for allowing more mature rated games, more mature rate, more mature games on the console. Like back in the day on the Super Nintendo, a lot of people probably don't remember this, but Mortal Kombat, like it's coming to the Switch and I'm sure it's going to be unedited or it better be unedited. Uh, but back in the day on the Super Nintendo, if you bought the Super Nintendo and you bought Mortal Kombat, it had the blood like grayed out. It was like gray blobs and you could not take it off. You could not put a cheat code in or anything like that because Nintendo was afraid of black backlash. On the Sega Genesis, you could put in a special code and it would unlock blood. It's pretty that, that it was pretty cool. The times were different back then. Like you couldn't just go online. Like now you could just go online, go on Reddit. Like, there's no magic in anything anymore. Before, back then, you had to, like, know a friend who had, like, the magazine, and then they told a friend, and they then that friend told a friend, and that friend told your cousin, and then, <laughs> and then your cousin told you, and then they helped put it in, and then it, it was a whole a whole thing, right? It wasn't now, now you just go to Reddit, or you go to IGN, you go to some news source, and they've all, like, cracked the code. That's probably another reason why developers probably don't put cheat codes in games anymore, because there's no fun anymore. You're not buying a magazine to find out, oh, man, you know, I wonder if there's any cheat codes for this game. You buy, like, the cheat code magazine, and you buy all this stuff. They don't have, like, it's no point in it anymore. Um, But, yeah, not to go on a huge tangent like I already did, but, yeah, basically it's exciting to see Nintendo change and, and, and really improve and really try to adapt to the, to the day and age and not just try to remain the same because obviously that wasn't going to work for them. So I'm really happy with the Switch and its improvements. Um, but outside of that, we're going to the last bit of news I have. Like I said, it's a slow news day. This is probably going to be really short. But hey, you know, at least I'm not taking up too much of your time. Um doom annihilation so i'm sure a lot of you have seen this and you know what's coming i saw it it was awful <laughs> it was awful it looked like one of those low budget sci-fi channel movies like i think it's straight to dvd which hey that's fine but it, it looks it doesn't look good it looks very corny and cheesy the, I'm sure the acting isn't going to be that great. They replaced Doom Guy with a, a girl, which isn't a big deal. 
no one like who cares but the the issue here is not the gender of the main character the issue is I think they they're going about this in the wrong way. Like the show is taking itself seriously. It's almost like it's trying to be like an alien esque kind of movie. So I never played Doom. I didn't play Doom. I missed out on Doom. I know I should have gotten it. I didn't. Maybe I might buy it for the Switch. If it goes on sale again, I might just break down and buy it for the Switch. I got some other games I still need to beat. Though. I still haven't beat Smash or Pokemon Let's Go. But if I could beat those games in a timely matter, maybe I'll go back and um, and play that. But regardless of that, regardless of that, I think they went about this movie in the wrong way. From what I've heard from Doom, from people who played Doom and from some of the gameplay footage and stuff like that I've seen, the Doom guy is awesome in, in the Doom game, in the Doom reboot or remake. Um, he is, he doesn't talk. But his actions, like I, like from what I've heard, like people be making a plan or they'll be coming up with something. They'll say, okay, we got to do X, Y, Z. And then Doom guy just come in and just do whatever he wants. <laughs> For it's like it's comedic because this guy just because he's basically the embodiment of, of, of a gamer. <laughs> in a first person shooter, just, okay, yeah, whatever. Just give me the gun. I'm going to shoot stuff. And that's what they should have focused on. Like if you if you don't have the budget to make an expensive movie like that, they should have just leaned into it. Just make it a super cheesy action comedy. Just have this guy in this big uh, mech-like suit, or not mech-like suit, but I don't know. Have just just this tall guy, and you know, in a helmet. Just Doom guy. Just put Doom guy in there, or or Doom girl, <laughs> whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, but put him in there and just have something super, have it be super cheesy. Have them try to come up with a plan and, and different obstacles and Doom Guy just messes it, messes it up. You know, have it be a comedy, have it not take itself seriously because they didn't have the budget to do a serious movie. It's, it's very apparent. Like, I, I think they're going about this the wrong way. Even the people who made Doom was kind of, from what I've read, was kind of distancing themselves from it. They're like, yeah, we didn't make the movie. Yeah, we had no part of that movie. Yeah, that's not us. Yeah. Yeah, that's not us. That's over there. We're over here. <laughs> and it's... And yeah, it, they, they, they just went about this whole thing the wrong way. They should have... Still trying to make this serious story... They should be like, hey, we don't have the budget. They're just putting as, in, in as many explosions as we can. Have this main character be, you know, this awesome, cheesy, uh, uh, kind of superhero-esque guy. And just lean into it. Lean into the budget. Look at Sharknado. They just, they're like, hey, we don't have any budget. Fudge it. Now that rhymes. They're like, hey, fudge it. We're just going to do whatever. <laughs> We're going to do Sharknado. And look how successful that series is. It's like four Sharknados. They should just lean into it and just have some hardcore rock music. Lean and just lean all the way into the comedy. And people, it prob people probably would have been a lot more accepting of it. But now it's kind of left a bad taste in people's mouth because now they're like, oh, yeah, that doesn't look that great. Oh, it's taking itself seriously. Oh, yeah, that doesn't look that great. I don't think it's going to sell great at all. And I think they should have 
I think they should have tried a little bit harder with it, or at least tried in a in a, in a different way than they chose to. Because <laughs> now I don't think anyone's gonna remember or like this movie. But hey, we haven't seen it yet. Let's give it a chance. I'm willing to hold off judgment, but from what I've seen, it doesn't look that great. It just doesn't. And I, I think a lot of people are agreeing with me right now. But yeah, um, like I said, it's going to be a short one. Not a whole lot to talk about, but it was a couple things that I wanted to I wanted to kind of talk about with you guys. Things uh, like Castle Crashers and these Shusu Larrys are pretty, pretty big one for the, I won't say big one, but it's a pretty pretty nice addition to switch's uh growing library but yeah guys uh that's pretty much it for tonight uh you guys take care you have a good one and i will see you next time bye <laughs>